0: When you're sad and
1: blue, and everything is putting you down, you know the
0: world keeps spinning around. You know you're not alone. Yes, with MS, the world keeps spinning around, but you're not alone. Welcome to the 10 Minutes for MS podcast, in which we share information about MS in just 10 minutes. In this episode, I'm glad to welcome Dr. Gretchen, MS Specialist, Physiotherapist. According to National Multiple Sclerosis Society, 80% of people with MS have fatigue. But what is fatigue? How it is different from tiredness? And how does this impact a life of a person with MS? Let us learn more about fatigue by meeting Dr. Gretchen again. Hi, Dr. Welcome again to the show. Thank you so much. I enjoy being here. I would like to first request you to help us uh, know a little more about fatigue. What is fatigue? How different it is from tiredness? And are there any kinds of fatigue that a person can have?
1: Yes, all great questions. So the first thing I want to mention are the different types because there are two different types of fatigue and it's important to know which one you might be struggling with. And you might be struggling with both. But the first type is primary fatigue. And primary fatigue is the type of fatigue where you didn't do anything that caused this fatigue. It's purely caused from the multiple sclerosis, from the disease that's happening. Whereas you didn't Stay up late last night. Maybe you got a great night's sleep. Uh, you did not exercise. There's nothing you can think of that you may have done to cause this, yet you are exhausted, drained. And I have had several clients say that their primary fatigue on occasion is so bad that it feels like it's hard to just open their eyelids like just to open their eyes and so that's how draining this type of fatigue can feel and some people feel like it's a huge weighted blanket on them and they just can't even move now secondary fatigue means there is a reason for it. You did exercise or you couldn't fall asleep last night. It was a bad night's sleep. You stayed up late. You were out with friends. You know, there's something that you did that causes your fatigue and this type of fatigue, everyone gets MS and otherwise. However, I do want to point out that people with MS who have secondary fatigue, it feels different. It feels worse in a way from people who don't have MS that feel this secondary fatigue. So There are different ways to manage both types of fatigue. Exercise has been proven in research to help with both types, even primary fatigue. With primary fatigue, there are some medications that some doctors will occasionally prescribe. Mm -hmm. However, it's so important when you are talking to, especially your doctors, but especially to your loved ones, friends, family, it's so important that you Can explain your fatigue because if you were to say to someone who doesn't have MS, Oh, I feel drained today, that means they think they understand what you mean because they think that they know what it means to be drained, but it it feels different for you. Um, Or if you just say, Oh my gosh, I'm so tired, that means something different to someone who doesn't have MS. So using descriptive words, like it feels like I have 50 pounds of bricks on me, all right? It's a challenge to open my eyes.
0: So what kind of exercises can a person do when he has fatigue?
1: Great question. I always start with very light exercises because I never know how soon the fatigue is going to kick in. For some people, it kicks in right away as soon as they start exercising. Mm -hmm. For others, they can exercise for 30 minutes or maybe an hour before their fatigue kicks in. So I always start with seated exercises because sitting means you don't have to, you're using fewer muscles. You're not using your legs. You're not using your core strength. You're just sitting in a chair and punching your arms forward in an alternating movement, one and the other, and then maybe punching in a twisting movement. So you're punching side to side and your torso is turning, then maybe punching up. So we stay with arms for a while Mm -hmm. and you could do each one of those for 30 seconds and then take a break and then 30 more seconds and then take a break. So it's not continuous movement. You are putting breaks in there. And then we might move on to seated leg exercises like marching or leg kicks and legs. Leg movement can sometimes be more challenging. So we might only do five and then take a break. And you're building up your tolerance to these exercises. And the more tolerance and endurance you have, the better your fatigue will be.
0: Okay, so um, listen to your body, you know, I feel it is also apt when it comes to fatigue, because it usually happens that one day a person is tired, two days a person is tired, third day when the person recovers, starts doing a lot of work all of a sudden, and they forget about fatigue, and they start working a lot, and then again go back to the bed, see oh, fatigued. <laughs> So yeah. this is something that I think everybody should keep in their minds by you know attending to fatigue when having MS.
1: I always consider that point where people start feeling more energized, the danger zone, because oh. it's great that you're feeling more energized, but you are also most likely to overdo it. Mm-hmm. So consistently and continuously checking in with your body. And it can be tricky if you don't feel fatigue in the moment, then you have to make time to stop, even though you don't feel like you need to.
0: Along with the exercises that can help fatigue, is there any kind of other lifestyle changes or diet that you can suggest?
1: Yep, sleep is a big one. And and people might be listening to this saying sleep is so hard. Like, of course, that, that's not going to get better for me. But getting into a regular sleep hygiene, routine of attempting to go to bed at the same time, waking up at the same time, um, not using your phone before bed, like any of the, those lights from TV or phone or anything like that. So trying to get into a good pattern with sleep can be very helpful. Additionally, nutrition is huge. And Nutrition is, I feel, a hot topic in the MS community because Mm -hmm. there are so many different diets out there. And, you know, some people are really passionate about one, but not others. I truly don't think, and research doesn't show that there's a best diet yet for those with MS. So everyone is different, but being healthy, you know, less sodium, eating healthy foods, um, few preservatives, that type of thing, that can drastically help with sleep. And there are some foods, they prevent you from feeling your best and they prevent you from feeling energized and they make you feel sluggish. Um, But that sluggishness doesn't necessarily mean that you will be more energized. So fueling your body with good foods, whatever that might look like for you, is Mm -hmm. another thing that can help with
0: fatigue. Okay, and doctor, my last question here would be about symptoms of MS. So we all understand that we have primary uh, fatigue and we have secondary fatigue, but do those other symptoms of MS can also add into fatigue? So for example, a person has numbness, they come in of numbness, and then tingling and disbalance, but are those little things also contributing to our fatigue and making it bigger that we don't realize?
1: Absolutely. If you have numbness and tingling uh, or weakness, your body is working extra hard to try to use your muscles. So walking for someone who has weakness requires so much more effort. So that can easily cause fatigue. Or even if your brain is getting the The message that you have the MS hug or numbness and tingling, your body doesn't want that to happen. So your body is trying to work in some way to try to reduce it or just be aware that it's happening. And that is draining for your body. It's not necessarily draining mentally all the time, but it is draining for your muscles. So one thing that I've actually noticed, and the reason that exercise can help with fatigue is because... The stronger your muscles get, the less effort it is, and the less effort you need to put into walking or whatever it is you're doing, the less fatigue you have. So there are a lot of symptoms uh, that come along with MS that can actually cause fatigue.
0: That's very nice. So uh, yes, because if we have we are exercising regularly and we have strength in the body and our our muscles are strong, we'll have less of fatigue and why we should take exercise more seriously. Thank you so much, doctor, for your time again today. It was wonderful learning more about fatigue from you. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Warriors, for being with us. I hope you found this session useful. We will be back again next week Another informative session. So don't forget to subscribe and reserve. Just 10 minutes for MS. No, you're not alone.